Today is Friday, August 25th, 2017, and this is Radio Wave. is the story of a people who have never lost hope, who have never been broken, and who have never, ever forgotten who they are. Uh, We are looking at pictures from the London Bridge. The chilling moment that rapid gunfire broke out in Alexandria this morning. Shots being fired. Americans, Poles, and nations of Europe value individual freedom and sovereignty. We must work together to confront forces, whether they come from inside or out, from the South or the East, that threaten over time to undermine these values and to erase the bonds of culture, faith, and tradition that make us who we are. President Trump met with Pope Francis at the Vatican. Melania Trump recited the Lord's Prayer. She's a practicing Roman Catholic. We want to take you now live to Charlottesville, Virginia. Overnight, the regime defied President Trump with a new threat against the U.S. territory of Guam. What we've inherited from our ancestors has never existed to this extent before. And if we fail to preserve it, it will never ever exist again. Screams and panic tonight on Barcelona's most famous pedestrian street. Who's gonna save the world tonight? Who's gonna bring me back to life? We're gonna make it you and I. We're gonna save the world tonight. The story of Poland is the story of a people who have never lost hope, who have never been broken, and who have never, ever forgotten who they are. And so I am here today, not just to visit an old ally, but to hold it up as an example for others who seek freedom and who wish to summon the courage and the will to defend our civilization. Americans, Poles, and nations of Europe value individual freedom and sovereignty. 
We must work together to confront forces, whether they come from inside or out, from the South or the East, that threaten over time to undermine these values and to erase the bonds of culture, faith, and tradition that make us who we are. What we've inherited from our ancestors has never existed to this extent before. And if we fail to preserve it, it will never, ever exist again. So we cannot fail. The fundamental question of our time is whether the West has the will to survive. Do we have the confidence in our values to defend them at any cost? Do we have enough respect for our citizens to protect our borders? Do we have the desire and the courage to preserve our civilization in the face of those who would subvert and destroy it? Just as Poland could not be broken, I declare today for the world to hear that the West will never, ever be broken. Our values will prevail. Our people will thrive and our civilization will triumph. So together, let us all fight like the Poles for family, for freedom, for country, and for God. Thank you, God bless you, God bless the Polish people, God bless our allies, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you, God bless you, thank you.
Close the door to the society that tells us what we're going to accept, what we're going to tolerate. Time to get out. Come out of the closet, Christians. Light it now. Light it now. Start a riot. Get out into the world again. Start living the Christian life. Break down the establishment. Turn it upside down. Break it down. Be a cannonball. That's what you're called. Our lady said today in the message of the 25th, Dear children, today, start living today, today, today. Light the fuse. No more will we wait. No more. We won't be silent. We'll speak what is real. We won't be prideful. We will be humble. We won't be timid. We will be forthright. We won't be passive. We will be proactive. We will not be wimps. We will be convicting. We're not going to get along just to get along. We'll be contradictors of the middle ground, and we won't pretend to be beyond everybody else. We will not act in fear. We will be fearless. We're not going away. Our Lady calls us today to be a people that we shine out separate from everybody else. It's time for us to get out. It's time for us to come out of our shells and our cocoons and realize if we don't, we'll cease to exist. Our Lady's putting everything on a whole nother level now. There's a whole nother level to engage, to fight evil, she says. Expose evil, she says. And you're just going to sit on this? No more. The launching of what we're doing right now puts us on a whole other level to introduce Our Lady everywhere into the culture that Christians come out of the closet and put those degraded sins back in the closet and vanquish them. But everyone is scared to speak these things, say these things. we got to be nice Christians. The early Christians were convicting Christians. They were people of a people that already said on January 2nd, 2017, Dear children, my son was a source of love and light when he spoke on earth to the people of all peoples. And our lady talks of you of being that kind of people today. Our lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's, August 25th, 2017, Message for the World Dear children, today I am calling you to be people of prayer. Pray until prayer becomes a joy for you, 
and a meeting with the Most High. He will transform your hearts, and you will become people of love and peace. Do not forget, little children, that Satan is strong and wants to draw you away from prayer. You do not forget that prayer is the secret key of meeting with God. That is why I am with you to lead you. Do not give up on prayer. Thank you for having responded to my call. People of prayer, people of love, people of peace, we hold the secret keys. Allah is delivering them from heaven to us. We welcome you back to Radio Wave and to our broadcasting. And we have gone through the last 80 days through some grueling times with setting up Caritas to be in a whole nother level of reaching you and to equip you as an apostle. And it's a joy for us to be able to present what we're presenting right now, both on our site and in our mission. There's still a lot of things behind the scenes, even on the site, things that we're working on. We want to be a people ready to do what's necessary, even to martyrdom. It's interesting what he says about the people of love and people of prayer. When ISIS killed the Coptic Christians, they called them the people of the cross. Satan knows what to mimic, even before what our lady is saying or even after what she says. It's a beautiful thing to be known as the people of the cross. Actually, it's almost something like akin to when Jesus was on the cross and the king of the Jews, and they didn't like that. But Pilate put it on there anyway, besides what the Pharisees said. And even though ISIS doesn't realize what they say, they give homage to us by saying people of the cross when they think it's a damaging thing. We are in an incredible moment, incredible times. Things are coming unglued. Things are going to be broken down, break it down, and you're called to do that. And yes, I said be people of love, but what is love? Love is best displayed by preferring another's needs, but also love is best displayed by obedience to the commandments, to God's ways, and always be repentant, a repentant people. There's so many things taking place that's hard to even cover on a daily basis. The incestuous relationship Satan has with people out there. And this message today is a distinguishing message to tell us be apart from those things that when we're viewed, they'll see clearly where we stand. There is to be no more amalgamation of us with evil or with people that we are not to tolerate their behaviors. You say, well, we got to love everybody. You're loving everybody when you join as a body of people, a body of people that shines the light of what you can't do if you stay amalgamated with the people that don't. They weaken you, and you're not bright amidst the general culture. And the early Christians came into union. They came together. And that's where, I think it's for the Roman historian who said, see how they love one another. Our Lady's calling for radical movement now. 
She's saying, be proactive. All her messages are showing that. She wants to show off her children. It's like in the old days, they dress up the kids, they go to church, they want to show up to kids, especially the mother, the, the children. Our lady is telling us these things. Do not forget, little children, that Satan is strong and wants to draw you away from prayer. What's drawing people away from prayer? What are they preoccupied with every day, all day? We have become weak by adopting pagan ways, and yet most people would never describe themselves as paganistic, and yet they are. The message of Our Lady today, she said that prayer is the secret key of meeting with God. So she never said that as far as secret or key. The only time she said secret, of course, is the 10 secrets. We all want to know that those are. But why is prayer with God secret? Why does she call that a secret key with meeting with God? Well, these two words jumped out on me on the page from the message, just like probably most people saw it. When our lady says, the secret key of meeting with God. Because Peter was given the keys to, to the church. What you declare on earth is declared in heaven. We all hear jokes and we hear about, hear about St. Peter when you get to heaven, him having the keys to the, the gates of heaven. And so it's significant. I never thought about keys and how important they were until I was in the Holy Lands. And I found out the Ottoman, when he opened up the sites in the Holy Lands, where Jesus resurrected, where Jesus died on the cross, Calvary, the church, the Holy Sepulchre, all these places, the Bethlehem, that he froze everything who held it at that moment, they held it to this day. But he didn't give it to the Coptic Christians. He didn't give it to the Franciscans who's there. He didn't give it to other Orthodox Christians, the Armenian Christians. He didn't give what he gave to a Muslim family. At the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, nobody can go in there. They have possession of these sites, but they're not allowed in the building until they go through one Muslim family, and they're the holder of the keys. And these people used to be great in their significance of who they were, because to be a key holder back then in ages and times past meant something. You're the one that opened everything up, and to this day, a Muslim comes up to the Holy Church's sepulchre and unlocks the door every single day and locks it up at night. And, of course, that makes them, makes them prestigious, makes them important. And so keys have a great significance. The fact that I say this is remarkable. But there's a secret key that we can go and enter, encounter and meet God and talk to him. And this thing's still full of mystery. We just got this message a few hours ago. It's going to take a long time to even understand it and contemplate it. But one thing we can realize is that we're living in a small world. And when you pray, or if you're standing in a field across the street, and you really go in deep prayer, you're lifted up off the ground. Prayer can do many things to you. You can escape a jail cell and be with Jesus and the angels. No matter where you are, no matter what conditions, or no matter what you're an invalid, prayer is a key to escape that which closes you in. The addictions, everything around you, this secret key of encountering God makes you see that. 
So you can rise up to heaven through prayer. And I, one thing I love is I love to see the faces of a visionary. Because looking at their face, and especially when you're close, like I'm with Maria, and literally looking at her and seeing her face, who is literally looking at heaven. I've read about some of the people, and I remember reading about a saint that he said one of the greatest things in his lifetime, he lived in the 1400s, is he said, my greatest achievement in my life is once I went to the Holy Lands. People stared in the face of Moses when he came down with the Ten Commandments. We are able to look when you're with the apparition of the visionary at a face that is literally seeing heaven. What does that mean? Prayer can get you there. Prayer can say goodbye to your enemies because you're in prayer, they can't harm you. They can't harm your thoughts because you're united to God. Even gravity, you can say goodbye to that. You can get in such a state of a prayer and contemplation that you won't even feel gravity. In fact, Maria has said, one night I walked down the mountain, she said, I felt like a lady was taking me to heaven. And this happens. This can happen. Your spirit can come out of your body. If your soul comes out, you're dead. But your spirit can be pulled out. And this has happened to Maria. Some people scoff at it. But I know the way she was talking to me that it's happened. So prayer is the secret that unlocks these things. And as you get further from the earth and prayer closer to heaven, you feel taller, you feel stronger, and realize the world really is insignificant. It washes away everything. So this beautiful thing, like I said, this secret key is important to end your prayer life. I'm standing in a field my feet lift off the ground No one here will see me No one will hurt me now I'm brushing off the rain While climbing through the clouds Nobody can see me No one can hurt me now Goodbye gravity Goodbye enemies I'm going up to a place where the world is small, where I can fly above it all. If I don't make it sing my song, from here I'm weightless, no stars are famous, and the world is Towards the dark Don't care what's down below Cause no one can see me And no one has to know The atmosphere is lonely And beautiful I don't miss a thing I used to know I used to know Well, goodbye gravity Goodbye, yeah. 
Many of you know about the book Left to Tell, Immaculate, who was spared the genocide, but not the heartache of what took place in Rwanda. And she was crammed in a small bathroom with five or six people for several months. And the hatred that was circulating in Rwanda was felt by everybody. And the only way she could escape from that was praying the rosary. And Satan would tempt her when she began the rosary. She'd have to pray and pray and pray until it goes away, until she could escape those thoughts of vengeance and hatred. And the more she prayed, then she'd start feeling the peace. How could you feel that in a room crammed like that? Immeasurable in discomfort and fear. And if you would make it, and hearing the killings going on outside, and all these things that took place. But through prayer, she was able to escape that room, lifted up, out of it, and strengthened, and closer to our lady, closer to God. An amazing thing. If you ever read the book, you need to read it. Left to tell. I wrote about it, and they fired the first shot. I was with Ivanka. When Ivanka, after the apparition, nine, nine months before the genocide of Rwanda, she came out of the apparition and started screaming. Horrible, horrible, horrible pictures running down the hallway. Left her husband. He kept trying to talk to her, the little daughter. Left them in the yard. She ran out to the church. Didn't speak to anybody. What did she see? We found out nine months later. Or actually, we found out after it happened, which is a tragedy, I would say, that it wasn't released when she saw it. She saw hundreds of thousands of bodies floating down the river in Rwanda. Nine months before it even happened. Immaculate was with us last night here at Caritas. She had heard about us and wanted to come by. She spent the evening with us, dinner, went to the cross, went to the bedroom and prayed, went to the building, and was shocked. She said, this is her dream. She said she's never been to a place like this. There's two or three other women that travel with her all over the world. They said they'd never been experienced like this and treated like they did, the way we did them. But we treat them like we treat everybody. 
what's different here is Our Lady has touched us with love. We're a people of love. We're people of prayer. We know when we have difficulties and we need to escape from them. The answer, the key, the secret is prayer. And this is what we live by. And this is what we survive by. Yesterday, uh, we released the Caritas of Birmingham section. It's a brand new section that speaks about Caritas as the organization, its foundation, founding. And there's a quote on one of the pages that says, the only thing we have to be successful at is prayer. And I'm going to attempt to kind of brief the story of where that quote came from. But a number of years ago, in the earlier days, as people were first coming to community, because in the beginning, it was just a friend of Medjugorje, his wife and kids. And then people started to join after that. Ruth was the first, and then Joan was after that. And then family started to come. And there were a lot of unforeseens, a lot of things that were not known about the future, about many, many things. And so one of the people from one of the families was asking a friend of Medjugorje, what are we going to do about this? And what about this? And all these different things and all of these insurmountable things that that are going to eventually crop up how how are we going to deal with these have we thought about these things how are we going to address them and he just said look the only thing we have to be successful at is prayer everything else god will take care of everything will fall into place can you tell a little more of of how you came to that understanding because our lady speaks a lot about prayer and we hear a lot of things spoken about prayer that are there's so many different opinions about it, some things, the way it's spoken about and misspoken about. But can you tell us more of how you came to that understanding that really all the only thing you really had to do was pray? Well, the cognition of life, as you look at it, it tells you. I always tell people when you got a project or a new machine we got coming in or something we had to train on, I always say the machine will tell you how to do it. Because if it won't crank up, if it won't do this, it'll tell you to do something else. And life is really... Nothing more than when you wake up in the morning, it's solving problems. Everything runs smooth. Today, I was looking out. I was writing something, and I was looking at all the vegetation growing, and it takes care of itself. I don't have to fix anything out there. It just works. Now, if I got cars driving over the flower beds, that's a problem. You got to fix that. But things run naturally in itself, mostly in a successful way. So... How do you come with that conclusion and cognition except the fact that there's going to things go wrong and you have people that turn to a last resort to prayer? My sister worked in an ICU, a children's hospital. And people would come up and do everything, want the medical, do everything, talk to all the doctors, and then there's nothing else left. And they exhaust everything. They exhaust their money if they got cancer and going here. And they say, well, there's nothing left to do but prayer. That's the first thing to do. The first training of your children is to be in prayer, to learn how to pray, to be constantly in prayer. So when those crises come up, you've got an ammunition bunker filled with prayer that you can draw upon. We go to prayer, most people, when we're in crisis, we should always be in prayer to anticipate everything that we do. And by that means that you have to be a people of prayer. If you're people of prayer, you don't have to worry about, oh, this just happened to me. But you know, I've been in so much prayer. It's God's will. 
Whereas if you don't pray, and then something happens, and you you can't say for certainty whether this was supposed to happen, that perhaps God would have protected me from stepping off the curb and getting run over. Now, Lady says, nothing is by chance, and that's true. So if bad things happen that God didn't want it to, did you have enough prayer in your life for that not to happen that way? So answering your question, I learned a long time ago that the only thing we need to be successful at is at prayer. Well, I just think that's interesting because earlier today, someone brought up someone who we had been praying for who had uh, some some medical issues, and, and they said that they asked for prayers because this person was kind of in a, a dark situation. <laughs> your first response was, are they going to church on Sunday? It was like your first response is, are they, li- are they doing the things that they're supposed to be doing to live right and be with God? So what you're saying about God's the first thing you go to. Well, that's like somebody falling off a ship in the water, and then the whole life is just saying God's name in vain and blaspheming constantly and not praying and doing anything. And they call on God, and he don't even hear him. He thought he was being blasphemed again, so he just tuned them out. You know, you want to get in that situation? Uh, that's kind of a joke, but at the same time, you got to be, I mean, Our Lady, every time she says the word Jesus, out of these 36 years, the visionaries have seen her bow her head. It's an amazing thing. She don't need to merit anything else in heaven to get there. She's there. And she's her vessel is unlimited because of who she is. And yet, out of reverence in heaven, she keeps up the hierarchical, if you want to say it that way in a worldly way, respect that even speaking to us on earth, that she's so reverent that she won't even say Jesus' name, her son. She's got the familiarity not to have to say that. And she bows her head. It's an amazing thought to think these things. When we have Our Lady and we let go of her, we let go of her in prayer, we don't do these things, then what do we lose? What do we miss? The son of our life, her son. And if we lose him, we lose her. Thank God she's coming back to us and say, come back to my son. So the prayer that she's talking about today is so transformed. She said, he will transform your hearts and you will become a people of love and peace. Who's not longing for that today? But we got people who are hateful, filled with a satanic rage. We're in separation time. It's very evident that there's two polarizing sides. And Our Lady tells us January 2nd, 2017, My son was a source of love and light when he spoke on earth. I love to see when she says, when he was on earth, something we don't know. She's saying this. She's not reading the Bible. She's talking of her cognition of human life. When he spoke on life to the people of all peoples. Is that racism? She's putting the people above all peoples, the Jewish people. I don't have a problem with that. But a lot of people have a problem with things like that. But see, they're from a satanic rage. They're labeling things in a way to divide. And what's happening right now is a separation. And there's going to be a people of love, a people of peace, a people of prayer that's going to shine for people who are not of love, who are not of prayer, who are not of peace. And that separation will draw some of those out because they're going to be in such a hellhole because 
you start hell on earth, not after you die. You already begin that. And those who do see that peace and say, I want that, they'll come over to the other side. But there's no other side to go to. There's no convicting. The division has purpose. Nothing is by chance. The biggest thing for us is that we will miss Our Lady if we don't love her. You cannot be reading these messages, be part of Medjugorje, go through conversion, and walk away and get busy. Drawn, as Our Lady said today, away from your prayer. If you stop praying, and you forget the secret is the keys of me with God, then you lose your way to her. And she said today, I am with you to lead you. Do not give up on prayer. It's vital. You have to save four rosaries today. You have to get up early in the morning before the rest of your family and consecrate them. Consecrate yourself. Consecrate the day. And offer everything that day, all your work, all your duties, all your trials and sacrifices to and through our lady's hands to her son. If you do that, you can have insurance that when your car is crashed, you're at peace because somebody's paying for it. And if something happens, there's an accident, you have the prayers there for what God's will is for you, and you accept it to the sickness, the disease, the broken leg, whatever it is. Well, my life has been good, my prayer life's been good, and that's not by chance. But you don't want to go through again and get that broken leg or disease or sickness with that prayer that had I been praying, would I have this? Nothing is by chance. And so if you fall asleep and you never, never touch your prayer life, you lose Our Lady because she said, I'll be with you as long as you want me to, my angels. Prayer keeps Our Lady here. It keeps her doing what she's doing. And too many people that we know have been to Medjugorje have slacked off and let Our Lady go. burning low only miss the sun when it starts to snow only know you love her when you let her go only know you've been high when you're feeling low only hate the road when you're missing home only know you love her when you let her go and you let her go Hoping one day you'll make a dream last But dreams come slow and they go so fast You see it when you close your eyes Maybe one day you'll understand why Everything you touch surely dies But you only need the light when it's burning low Only miss the sun when it starts to snow only know you love her when you let her go Only know you've been high when you're feeling low 
Only hate the road when you're missing home Only know you love her when you let her go Staring at the ceiling in the dark Same old empty feeling in your heart Cause love comes slow and it goes so fast We see you when you fall asleep But never to touch and never to keep Cause you loved her too much and you dive too deep We you only need the light when it's burning low Only miss the sun when it starts to snow Only know you love her when you let her go Only know you've been high when you're feeling low Only hate the road when you're missing home Only know you love her when you let her go And you let her go Burning low Only miss the sun when it starts to snow Only know you love her when you let her go Only know you've been high when you're feeling low Only hate the road when you're missing home Only know you love her when you let her go Too many people in the miserable world that's been there, went to conversion, went into prayer, fasted, sacrificed, wore themselves out, not because of that, but because they let go of her and what her messages were. You get worn out in the spiritual life if you don't have prayer in that life. That's what keeps it alive. If you let it die, then your spirit weakens and dies. It's an amazing thing to me how many people have been through Medjugorje, beautiful conversions, that are no longer participants in it or grow tired of it, but it's all connected to prayer. We've seen it in the community. You stop praying here, you'll leave the community because it's augurous. It's a tough life. It's a difficult life. And when you stop praying, all you'll see is is augurous, is difficult, and it's hard. But if you pray, you don't see those things. You see the joy. You see the privilege. You see the grace. So like a prayer blinds, full of prayer sees things in a whole different light, in the light. Just like the song says, you only need the light when it's burning low. When your prayer is low, 
You'll be needing the light, but you won't recognize it because you go down the wrong path. So today's message of Our Lady is really beautiful to be a people of prayer. Everything comes through that. And as Rita was mentioned a minute ago, when a community member asked me about 15 problems, I said, I said, stop. All we have to do is be successful at prayer. God takes care of everything else. I don't have to worry about it. I got challenges. I have mountains in front of me. I have things that I can't overmount. The mission, the mission is so expensive, grows so fast. So many things, even this, the site we just released is, is massive. And we have problems with it, just like everything else. I remember as a kid in grammar school when we was in the Mercury program, the Saturn uh, rocket program, they'd bring the TV to school and we'd all get excited and they'd go do the countdown, two, three, one, and it goes, psst, it didn't go off. We'd all be disappointed. Three days later, they'd do it again. Nothing's going to go perfect, but you can deal with those fizzles if you have prayer. If you don't, you can't. Our Lady said something um, to us that's really remarkable. She said the first message in this valley, November 20th, 1988, something that contradicts a message that she said in Medjugorje. How can I say that? How can one message say one thing and another message contradict the other? Because we got a special dispensation. We were got from Our Lady a special designation here because her plans demanded that. What she said in the village of Medjugorje on July 4th, 1983, you have begun to pray three hours a day, but you look at your watch preoccupied with your work. Be preoccupied only with the essential. Let yourself be guided by the Holy Spirit in depth, and your work will go well. Do not hurry, let yourself, do not hurry. Let yourself be guided, and you will see that everything you'll be accomplished well. The message that is important, what I'm echoing with this, was a message where she she childed the, the villagers. She said in the village that you work too much and pray too little. She said the work in the field has been done. And so she tells them that you're working ahead of your prayer. What's the contradiction? Our lady comes here and tells us just the opposite. She told us the first word she said over the bedroom, may your life be prayer. Just like the call today. But this was November 20th, 1988. And then she adds this, which is a dispensation in some ways. May your work be offered as a prayer. Why? Because she knew we'd have a lot of work to do. Our work here for the last 80 days has been from 8 o'clock all the way to 1 and 2 o'clock in the morning, back up here at 8 o'clock. And normally we get, and we still do our morning prayer between that time. But all our work that we're doing is the advancement of bringing people toward Our Lady and conversion. And so she gave us a special designation that she didn't give the village. She says, you work too much and pray too little. If that work was prayer, why would she say that? For us, she says, may your life be prayer. May your work be offered as a prayer. Our work here in this mission, because we're full-time for God, is our prayer. And it's difficult for us to do what we need to do as far as prayer right now. We're still maintaining our prayer life. But we're in a beautiful situation that nobody on earth has that.
And this was the formation of the community in the future at that point. She had just been here one day. And she says, I know what's coming here. I know what I'm going to establish here. I know what you're going to be as people of prayer. And I know part of that is going to have to be may allowing your work to be your prayer. May your life be prayer. May your work be offered as a prayer. And may everything that you do, what are we doing? We're working. We worked on the site for the last 80 days nonstop. May your, may your work be offered as prayer. And may everything that you do bring you towards me. Everything we're doing is full of work. Let everything that you do, again, she says, a second time, bring you towards me. Let everything that you do and everybody you meet be an encounter with God. Prayer is the secret key of the meeting with God. We have a beautiful message, the first message she gave, that we have a consecrated area in our life that our work is prayer. In the village, you work too much. And they're doing some of the same work we were doing agreeing-wise. But the difference is, is ours has been put forth that we're witnessing to you and that we can go from that point and allow our prayer to bring conversion to you. So in the middle of the message there, lady said the words, little children... So I thought of, in our community, I thought, who are our little children? Isabella, little Tony, James and Hannah and John, they're all two, three years old. So I placed this sentence in front of them, in front of their faces as I looked at them. And the first words our lady said in the sentence is, do not forget and with these little children, that's what we're saying all day long. Little Tony, don't forget to put your scapular on. Isabella, what do you do with your snack wrapper after you eat your snack? Make sure you throw it in the garbage. You're reminding them all day long of things because they're little. So our lady says, after little children, she talks about Satan and prayer. And so my question is, why does Our Lady want us to receive this sentence as a little child, like a two- or three-year-old child, when it's such a, probably the strongest warning in the whole message? Little children are easily deceived. And for her to say, do you not forget, little children, that Satan is strong and wants to draw you away from prayer. He does that in a way that children are so attracted to everything. You can see one of the babies crawling across the auditorium floor, focused on something, and then something goes off to the right. Then that loses attention, even if they're going to the mother sometimes and runs away and play with that little ball or whatever it may be. It's easy to distract little children, and she wants us to be little children, but she wants us at the same time to keep our prayer and keep our focus on going toward her. So it's easy. I mean, the fact that she said, dear, do not forget people of prayer that Satan is strong. She said that. Do not forget children that Satan is strong. She said, do not forget little children. So, yeah, why would she put that phraseology right there? Because we're supposed to be that way. We're supposed to be innocent. We all still have to be observant if we're being drawn away and distracted because he didn't come up with 
violent things and scare you. You see a monster, you see Satan, who he is, like some of the saints seeing him, uh, they're not going to, they're not going to hang around. So he does this in an appetizing way to our, our palate, whether it's playful or this, uh, something that is tantalizing or toy or whatever. Uh, Satan is strong in the way he deceives us. You do not forget that prayer is a secret key to meeting with God. And that's where we're supposed to stay. That's what she's calling us to do. So we have so many things happening right now in the world that uh, it's good to be back on the air because we have so many things need to be addressed. We'll have our next Medjinomics this next coming Thursday next week and get back in some of these things. But we have to stay focused on the moment the messages come out because they're for the changing and the changing the direction of the whole world. And we have people that we love, we pray for, they've passed on. Uh, you can call upon this protection of prayer. If you can have a secret key to meeting with God, you can also have a secret meeting with your loved ones in heaven. We've got mothers that have died here in community. We've got families that died. And you can draw upon them. And these are part of the secret keys we can open up and have them doing that. We know that because God gave an example. Who's hearing our prayers in heaven? Is it just God the Father? Is it just Jesus Christ and Mary? What about your family? You don't think they can hear that? Ivanka's mother appeared five times in raised apparitions to her. Think about that. It's really an amazing thing. Five times. The most significant time was the third time that Ivanka's mother appeared, and her mother said to her, I'm so proud of you. She's watching her. She knew what she's doing. She's aware of what she did with the Virgin Mary. She must be a proud mother running around. My daughter's down there talking to Virgin Mary on earth. Whatever she's got broken rights for. And then she came over to Ivanka and hugged her. Ivanka's mother is real. Our mother in heaven is real. And so you have loved ones that you left behind, and they're watching you from a distance, and they just wish you knew that. You call upon all the power of heaven through prayer for all the things you need. It's been said in the point of man, God, and some of the saints, that a mother can help the children more on, in heaven than they can on earth. And so we can lose that memory. How can somebody go on without you? We have to rely on these people to our loved ones, not only God the Father, not only Jesus Christ, not only the saints, but those who are closest to you on earth. They have interest in you. And they'll be smiling with you, just like Ivanka was so proud. Her mother was so proud of her that they can always hear our prayers. So turbo your prayers. Make them more important Call upon those loved ones and the angels and the saints, especially those angels who you knew on earth, who now are in heaven. Every man has his place in time. Everyone has a loved one that they leave behind And even though I'm not right there with you I'm watching from 
distance Just wishing that you knew I always hear the prayers in your head late at night I'm walking right beside you Nobody's by your side Contemplate that Ivanka has held her mother and her mother has held her and she's in heaven and she's on earth is part of the charisma of each visionary gives a revelation. God allowed this, not just for Ivanka, but that you can know there's a reality that your loved ones in heaven have an interest vested in you if you pray. And in fact, we found out from the visionaries that when you pray to them, they're able to see you. You can invite them to your family reunions or into your house tonight. If you pray to your loved ones, get on your knees, they're able to look at you at that moment. We didn't know that. And this is not crossing over into public revelations, but a revelation through the apparitions of Medjugorje to show the intimacy that we can have with those of our loved ones in heaven. And if you pray and you're filled with prayer and you lose a loved one, how much more comfort do you have than those who didn't pray and they suddenly lost their mom or somebody like that, that they regret they didn't have that prayer life. And also, if you know that person was a praying person, mom or dad or children, that they went to heaven, the comfort that gives to you. Prayer is everything. You better teach your children how to pray when they're young. And that way, 
that something happens and you lose them quickly, you'll always be able to remember and have the joy, even in the midst of the greatest sadness of its tragedy or untimely, that they're in heaven. You miss them. You can cry. But they know, and they have the comfort, just like Ivanka's mother, who died quickly, that they are there. I took the supermarket flowers from the windowsill I threw the day-old tea from the cup Packed up the photo album Matthew had made Memories of a life that's been loved Took the get-well soon cars and stuffed animals Dad always told me, don't you cry when you're down But mum, there's a tear every time that I blink Oh, I'm in pieces, it's tearing me up But I know a heart that's broke is a heart that's been loved So I'll sing hallelujah You were an angel in the shape of my mum fell down you'd be there holding me up spread your wings as you go when god takes you back he'll say hallelujah you're home i fluffed the pillows made the bed stacked the chairs up Folded your nightgowns neatly in a case John said he'd drive then put his hand on my cheek And wiped a tear from the side of my face Now I hope that I see the world as you did Cause I know a life with love is a life that's been lived So I'll sing hallelujah shape of my mom When I fell down you'd be there holding me up Spread your wings as you go And when God takes you back You'll say hallelujah You're To see the person I have become Spread your wings and I know That when God took you back He said, hallelujah, you're home
What kind of hallelujah will you hear? When you let our lady go, as the song said, you see her when you close your eyes, and in time you'll understand why everything you touch surely dies. But if you pray, nothing dies, and everything lives. We have an angel in heaven, the queen of heaven, that has the keys to unlock all of our loved ones, all our lineage, all of our friends, to be helping us in this battle that we face on earth at this moment. It was Our Lady who said, you are in a particular time. I've always understood that to mean this is unique. The days we live through has never visited the earth before. Something is different. And therefore you have to live in a way that's different from everybody else. Pray, pray, pray. We wish you Our Lady we love you. Good night.
This ends the Radio Wave Show with a friend of Mechagoria. You can order this show on CD by contacting Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.